Do you know that over 80% of women will experience hair thinning at some point in their life? Viviscal hair growth supplements are 100% drug-free and clinically proven to achieve thicker, fuller, and healthier hair. Recommended by doctors and stylists, Viviscal is the number one selling hair growth supplement in the U.S. In just three months, it is clinically proven to help achieve thicker, fuller hair. Plus, there is free shipping and a 90-day money-back guarantee. Go to Viviscal.com and use code Jana for 20% off your first order. That's 20% off at Viviscal.com and use code Jana. Disgraceland, a music and true crime podcast about musicians getting away with murder and behaving very badly, hosted by me, Jake Brennan, is back with season five. And you're not going to want to miss new episodes on Guns N' Roses, Jay-Z, Prince, Ozzy Osbourne, Nipsey Hussle, Run DMC, Selena, The Rolling Stones, and more. You can listen to Disgraceland on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rockarola. Wind Down with Janet Kramer and Michael Kaufman, an iHeartRadio podcast. And we're back again. <laughs> I think it's always, I never know what to say when we, hey guys. Good morning, Good America. Monday. I never know what to say. Maybe, what, what the intro line should be. Maybe should we should be. have people email in on what we should say every, the start of every show. <laughs> like, an, like an entrance. Like, Good morning, America, but it's, I don't know what. Hey, something. jackass, how you doing? <laughs> happy it's Monday. Like, <laughs> you know. Is, uh, it, is it just happy Monday? I mean. You think? I guess. I mean, yeah, sure. Sounds like somebody has a case of the Monday. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, it's for office space, honey. Come on. I don't watch. Uh, oh, yeah. No, not, yeah, oh, yeah, she yeah. was going to say the office. office. Space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the office. I'm like, I don't get that humor. You know, before we got on the show, it's funny. Jana was calling me to the room where we podcast at home, and she was like, Jolie, Chase, Mike. Anyone. Mike. And it's so... I cannot get their names straight. It's so funny because I used to give my parents so much crap for always doing that with me and my sister and my brother. My dad would even call me like his his brother's name. Like my uncle's name. He'd be like, Paul, Tara, Jack, uh, Mike. I'm like, you're looking at me. How do you not say my name? I literally called Jolie Waffles today after I called her Jace. Aw, she's Waffles. But what's funny is I've even had that moment at times where, yeah, I'm like, Chase, Jolie. And it's just why like, is it so hard? There's so many. I think you're always. But why is it so hard? And like, you're not just like me. Like I'm just thinking about myself. But like you're thinking about everyone. <laughs> so you got everyone's name. <laughs> you know, is that what it is? Though I, I don't. So. I don't. Like it's such a good topic. Because why is it that? Because truly, I was like waffles. Jace, Jolie. Mine's going a million hours a minute. A million miles a minute. Because we have four mouths to feed. Mm-hmm. We have four little codependents. Mm-hmm. Little dependents. True. Chance Waffles, Jolie, Jace. I guess that's true. I mean, uh, but I've never called. I've never called one of the kids your name. I've I've usually called yeah, Jolie I've, Jace. I've, they're both Jace. I've, I've called. I've called Jace Jolie. Yeah, I feel like that's easy with the J's. You're just kind of like throwing a name out there and hoping it sticks. But I haven't been like, hey, Mike. <laughs> why is it? Why is it the kid's name that we get confused with? I don't know, man. Because you're saying Mark? the same things to them. Yeah, Mark, do you do that? Kids. Have you ever done that? I definitely do that, and I'm trying to do some research as to why we do that right because now. Because you're saying the same. You're saying like, Megan, pick up your clothes. Uh, what's another M name? Why can't I think of another M name? <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Mallory. This it's about keeping you keep your children's name kind of in the same section of your brain. Yeah, so when you say it wrong, uh, like when you're going for your son, you're more likely to say your daughter's name than a different male person in your life because they're kind of stored in the same part of your. And head. you bark at them the same way. Interesting. It's right. like you're reaching in your the same pocket. Yeah. You don't know, you're reaching for gum, but you grab a coin. Yeah, sure, dad. <laughs> Do you like that analogy? I just came up huh? with that. <laughs> we love you, welcome, we America. Love <laughs> Mark and I love it. You're absolutely right. Oh my God. I'm still like, you're reaching for gum. But I kind of get that. It's in the same pocket. It's, just, it's in the same pocket of your brain. So I, under- I do understand. Sometimes you could even pick a pet's name by accident because it's kind of the same sort of maternal love that you feel for them. Oh, paternal love. I love my dogs. Yeah. Mia, Sophie. Sophie and Olive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's so interesting. That makes sense though, Mark. I appreciate you looking at us. Yeah, thanks for that. It does make sense. I'm not losing my mind because I really, truly thought I was. No, you're not. Don't worry. And you got a beautiful house. Your house is like all decorated and cute and... 
we're so festive over here. We're so ready for Christmas. Yeah, it was like November 1st. We got, <laughs> Even though we celebrate Thanksgiving, we just kind of go from Halloween straight to Christmas. This straight is Christmas. not going to be a popular opinion, but I do not like Thanksgiving. I don't care for the food. I don't. I just am <gasps> not into it. I know. I know. What? I know. dare you? So not, you didn't have a good Thanksgiving then? Oh, no. Like, it's always great, but I just like, I, my countdown is, it goes countdown to birthday. So, count, I just could care less. So what did so what did you eat then for Thanksgiving? Well, I always just have like turkey, gravy, and bread. I'm just like not into it, you know. I don't know why. <gasps> don't ask. I don't bake anything. I don't cook anything. Maybe that's why. I just love Christmas so wow. much. I was literally, I've been listening to Christmas music for a month. Which actually, I have a question. Like I really, Thanks like sir. I'm actually serious. When like I need Christmas music from you. Me? Yeah, like I really do. She I actually have do. one out. Oh, I'm doing an album next year. <gasps> Spoiler alert. Okay, yay. I'm doing, I, I I'm doing a Christmas that. album. I am. No, because is that okay? literally I was yeah, what do you mean coming out of our phone. I was listening and it was like <laughs> so. Lauren Elena and like George and then like Jesse Deck. I'm like, okay, I, I need Jana. Like I need like Jana. Well, to there sing, is like, one that night. I did with Straight No Chaser. Well, I guess what we were going to talk about this next oh, week, but since sorry. you brought it up, I yeah, think we should do it. Sorry. Okay. Oops. So no, it's okay. I just... Since we're early on Christmas, good. But I did do a song with Straight No Chaser, and it features me on there. <laughs> do you guys want to hear it? Yes. <laughs> no? Wait, I'm so, I had no idea. Yeah. I was like, I'm so excited. Ready? So that's it. So straight no chaser. Um, there we go, guys. Easton and I are Spotify that S- right now. Oh my god! <laughs> no, like, that was- oh my god! Wow. I'm tingly. I'm excited. I have another one, but it never. It's not on Spotify. Well, well like, how does that? Like, when, where, how? When? Like, I need that. What? That song? That song's on Spotify. You just go straight no chaser oh, right featuring now. Janet Kramer. That's yeah, it's on Spotify right now. Oh my god, people! Get and then phone. I did one with Todd Chrisley too. So look up his album, <gasps> Todd. But so Michael, the other day we were talking about. Um, yeah, look at wait, hold on a second. Uh, featuring, I mean, not to like oh, Christmas memories. Here we go. And he and Todd sings on this too. Ooh. Oh. I'm, I, I'm, I'm weeping. Let your heart be alive. So there you go. Wow. <laughs> okay, you ask and you shall receive. Yeah, Sarah. I just received and I need like a hundred more of those because that was glorious. But no, Michael, we were going to bring this up next week for next oh. week's podcast. But he was like, hey, what are your favorite Christmas songs? Like, like your top, top three. Three to five Christmas and songs. And so I've been making my list. Uh-huh. So I feel like we should play them. Michael, why don't you play? Well, our number one. We don't, is, we don't have to play them. Why? It's so good. Let's play one of them. Oh, you want me to sing them? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Singing might be better for yes. copyright. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, really? Can you not play those things on there? Well, you can play a certain amount. Uh, a few seconds, I think, is fine. Like what you just did is okay. Uh, and plus it's over your okay. phone, which adds another gray area to it. But it's weird. Mm. Playing music on podcasts is weird, which is why you oh, rarely hear tough. music on podcasts. Okay. Well, here we go. guess fine. you didn't listen to a couple of weeks ago podcasts then. Because, oh, boy, did we go down no, music heard lane. I heard, I heard the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> you heard me singing. All right, so I'll say like my yeah. top probably three individual Christmas songs. Okay, okay, in no particular order. Oh, you're not giving an order. Okay, okay. Uh, Little Drummer Boy by Pent- uh, Pentatonix. Oh, we're doing okay. That song is so good by them. Their version of it. Um, pretty much anything Michael Bublé, but because um, <laughs> he's like king of Christmas. Yeah. Have yourself a merry Christmas, or I'll be home for Christmas. Michael Bublé, and then, of course, my boy. Hold on, I, I'm going to play a second. Yeah, so you have to, like, you, we're going to give you one second, five seconds, Mark. Just That's close your ears for a second with the rules. <laughs> five seconds of it. Get to the good part. It's Chris Brown. <laughs> you, you know my boy Chris Breezy. Oh, Chris Brown. This Christmas. This Christmas. <laughs> that, oh, it's so good. That's funny. So yeah, those are, those are like my top, those are like yours? three. My okay. top, yeah, my top three. All right, Gretzky, what's um, yours? Okay, so mine. This has always been a favorite song, but I I listened to it like a month ago. Lauren Elena's uh-huh. version of Holy Night. Oh, literally. Mm. 
no, 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 no. Like, oh, it was, she brings in like a choir-esque mm. at the end. It was, Ooh, I'm I not going to sing it, but the part where you go, sing it, fall yeah, on come your on. knees and you really draw out the fall. I, I get it. No. Yes, you can. <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, tried it. Like, yeah. Okay, do it. Do it. I love. No, no, no. I love that one. And then I like the one. I'm gonna have to sing it because I don't know the name. But I'm like not gonna sing it. I think it's a Mariah Carey one. But I don't care who sings it. I love everything. All I for no, Christmas well, is no. you. That one. Well, I like that one. But it's not that one. It's the one where they goes. They're singing deck the halls. Oh, yeah. Like Christmas <laughs> you know that one? Yes, that's um. What's that? Christmas baby, please come home. I love that one. That's a good one. Because I love like every version of anything. <laughs> and then she goes. <laughs> I love that. And um. That's originally Darlene Love, but you two had a big hit with it as well. I love that one. I love that one. And then I really like um. Oh, oh my God! How can I forget rocking around the Christmas tree? Like a jam. Christmas no, that's a good one. Say, you will get a sentimental <laughs> feeling when you're here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. It's so it was good. Sultry, but it's so good. It is normally. <laughs> okay, there you go. But yeah, so Christmas song. Kramer. Tennessee Christmas by Amy Grant. Yeah, it's so good. Um, Have yourself a merry little Christmas by Sam Smith. Oh, oh gives really? an incredible version. Incredible. It's great. so good. Hallelujah by oh. Pentatonix. Is that a Christmas song? Oh yeah. Uh Hallelujah? Yeah. I yeah. just love that that's, song in general. Actually, that's a good one. It's a good it gives like it's giving tier, me goosey. That's like a yeah. tear jerker like, one. Oh, yeah, I like wanted to use that in my so body. Good. So that's my core. not okay. That's a Christmas song. Hallelujah? Isn't it? I mean, yeah. It is a Christmas song. Yeah. There was a secret chord that David played to please the Lord. That yeah, one? yeah, yeah. I don't know that that's a Christmas song. Okay, I mean, yes, it, it is. It's, it's on the Christmas it, Spotify album. I think it, Hallelujah. Yes, Hallelujah. it's been used a lot of different ways, okay. but I didn't know it's still when it's played at Christmas, it, it definitely it makes me feel like Christmas. Okay, I love that song. And then, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Ariana Grande. I'll be here next. Oh, that's a such one. a jam. It, that's the one we were talking about the other night that I couldn't find. But then um, that and then 98 Degrees um, Christmas, <laughs> Silent Night, breaks my heart. Lisa I P. Love, out there knows what I'm talking about. I just think maybe it's like the spirituality <sighs> of it. I just love Christmas music. And I just like when it's people so see it, good. it just makes me like. Mm. Oh, we just play it around the house all day now. Yep. All day long. And mm. it's been happening since like the second week of November. Yeah, yeah. mine's been happening. Actually, the first. No, it was the day after Halloween is when I started. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. But I, it's just, oh, Mark, do you, have, do you have a fave? I've got it all ready to go. Obviously oh, not I'm, Hallelujah. I'm breaking it into three categories. <laughs> okay. One is uh, um, contemporary. Oh, love it. One <laughs> is traditional. <laughs> and one is original. You tell them. My favorite <laughs> contemporary Christmas song is Happy Christmas, John Lennon. Oh. Interesting. I don't think so I've heard that this one. is Christmas. That one you've heard it. Oh uh, yes, that, that is one. a good one. That was a good one. I actually I heard that the other day, that. Mark, and I wanted to add that to my top. Ding it's all about peace and love, and it's it was relevant then, and it's sadly still relevant. And that's always the sad. <laughs> that's a great, like, great we're song. Still hoping war is over oh, in twenty twenty. Uh, my favorite traditional is Oh Holy Night, which Sarah mentioned. That one, there's that oh, note. No. I mean, whoever I'm not going to do it. It but could you, be Mariah. Anyone. It could be a church. It could be anywhere because there's yeah. That's. Wait, that was the 98 degree one. It's not Silent Wait, Night. Can it's I, a holy I gotta night. Find, yeah, I, I'm sorry. Gonna, yep. There's the Oh Night Diva. Oh, goosebumps every single time. And then original, I figured, do you know One Republic's Christmas Without You? That's a beautiful song. Oh, I know. Really? One Republic? One Republic has a great, it was on one of the very special Christmas albums. It's really good. So I recommend mm. that. Check that out. Spotify so that. Hip, Christmas Without You. And I'll throw in there just because of the country vibe. The piano at the beginning of Where Are You Christmas makes me... Uh, oh, my God. I listened to that last night. From who? Great, Faith uh, Hill. Christmas. From the Grinch. Yeah, that's it. Where who? are you Christmas? Oh, yeah. The piano at the that's beginning a good one. of that is so incredible. Oh, so sad. It's so Christmas sad. Christmas music are... So, why is it so sad? Hold on. I got to find this Lauren it's, Elena But then there's like Santa, baby. It's, it's so, so good. It's great that I just love that this holiday has its own genre of music. Like no other <laughs> holiday can claim that. And it's Easton, just, what do you like, bud? Yeah, 
Oh, man. Uh, well, my favorite is probably my only wish this year by Britney Spears. <laughs> Santa, oh, can you hear Why didn't I say that? I have been so good this year. Oh, my God. That is a jam. So good. For Christmas. That one? That's the one. Uh, uh, and I, then I love uh, Winter Wonderland. That's a favorite of mine. One, Scotty yeah. McCreary's version is, a, is <sighs> when I blast pretty I often. I love all of these. What Aww. am I doing picking three? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you could say it about like every Christmas song. They're all good. But seriously, like, to your point, Mark, I mean, to have its own genre. Yeah. Christmas it's music is sick. so awesome. I, what if you met someone that said they didn't like Christmas music? Can, they, can you like trust that person? No. That'd be tough. I wouldn't. <laughs> Sorry, I got. But they probably don't like it for a sentimental, maybe. Yeah, yeah it's probably, probably for happened. like a traumatic reason. That's true. Yeah. You have to be understanding. That's with that. true. Like Dean, yeah. you know, oh, Dean Unglert. Yeah. 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 Everyone loved Dean Unglert from uh, The Help Us Like a Dating. He hates holidays. Yeah. He hates Christmas. But I get what? it. He's got some very negative. Oh, it it brings him back to family. Bad... It brings him back to his mom, uh, who he lost uh, at a young age, uh, and he misses her so much. So I, I, I respect that, and I, I empathize hard. with yeah. that. Well, and I feel like there's yeah, people for who sure. don't. Be tough. It's not that they hate holidays. Maybe they hate one or, you know. It's or, just they bring back Well, holidays are lonely when you don't yeah. have yes. either family or a loved one. That's what's, I mean, what do they say, you know, that's when a lot of deaths happen too, because people are depressed. Wait, I, you have to listen. To, you don't have to play this, but you got to listen to this Lauren Elena part, okay? Is this the climax okay. of the song? <laughs> it's so good. Her she voice has, is like insane. some choir coming in, and oh wow. Yeah, I she's was, incredible. I was a little emotional, not going to lie. <laughs> well, everyone keep pumping those Christmas jams while we take a break. <laughs> a beautiful, comfortable bed changes everything. You sleep better and you wake up rested and happier. You spend a third of your life in sheets, so don't you want a third of your life to be comfortable? And this holiday season, it's time to gift the ones you love or yourself with something a little cozier. Bedding, loungewear, towels, and more. And lucky for you, Brooklinen is celebrating their days of gifting with great offers daily on all kinds of products. Everyone should be able to find beautiful home essentials that aren't ridiculously priced. Brooklinen works directly with manufacturers and directly with customers. No middleman, just a great product and service. It's more than just a stop for your bedroom needs. Brooklinen is in the bathroom now too with towels, shower curtains, bath mats, and even launched ultra soft loungewear that makes you feel like you've never left the bed. Luxury sheets, robes, loungewear, towels, and more. All luxury products without the luxury markup. Brooklinen has it all. Right now, brooklinen.com is having their days of gifting where each day they have promotions on a different surprise item. The only way to get access to Brooklinen's day of gifting event and free shipping is to go to brooklinen.com. That's brooklinen, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. And if you're just hearing this and it's after the holiday season, you can actually still use the promo code Jana at brooklinen.com for 10% off and free shipping anytime. Brooklinen, everything you need to live your most comfortable life. Lola is a female-founded feminine care brand offering high-quality period and sexual wellness products made with natural ingredients. Lola's tampons, pads, liners, and cleansing wipes are all made with 100% organic cotton, so no toxins, dyes, or synthetic fibers. Women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products. Lola products are made with ingredients that are easy to feel good about. Lola delivers exactly what you need, exactly when you need it. And it's never been easier to try Lola, too. So Lola offers two trial sets, each featuring a mixed assortment of period products made with 100% organic cotton for just $5. Both sets include six compact plastic applicator tampons, one light, two regular, two super, one super plus, pair with either two ultra liners or two cleansing wipes. And by the way, you can change the box to whatever you want. When you purchase a trial set, you'll be auto-subscribe to full boxes of both products starting the following month. Lola will send you a reminder email before your subscription officially starts. So it's risk-free way to try the products before making that monthly commitment. But when you actually do start the subscription, you can change the box whenever you want. It's customizable to you. So you can choose, mix your products and absorbencies down to the exact number of lights and supers in a box of tampons. So for me, it's so easy and I don't have to run to the store. Again, Lola's subscription can fit your needs because you know your body best. 
choose from tampons, pads, liners, cleansing wipes. And also they are hypoallergenic and made with hundred percent organic cotton. So select what you want and how often you want it. It's as easy as that. You can skip, you can cancel at any time. It's honestly one of the easiest subscriptions I've ever had. And Lola will always send you a reminder email too, two days before your next order is processed. So you have the opportunity to make changes whenever you want. So it's never been easier to try Lola. Get started with the trial set today. Get 30% off your $5 trial set today. Visit mylola.com and enter Jana30 to redeem your offer. Visit mylola.com and enter Jana30 to redeem your offer. Can I just say something? Oh, sure. Frozen 2, <gasps> not appropriate. Whoa. Really? That just Whoa. took me by a wild surprise. That's not, not age appropriate. I almost wanted to leave. <gasps> please tell. Please tell. Not appropriate for who? Well, it's a, a lot of comments have been made about it. What's the I rating? went. This is a couple weeks ago. I think it's. Oh, Mark, we pulled that up. I'm so sure it's PG. Us. PG. Sure. I would think it'd be G. What is? It? Oh, I don't know. I don't know, kids. What is, don't what's what's PG G rating? Parental guidance. <laughs> PG is correct. <laughs> <laughs> but what age did they technically say PG is for? Ooh, they they don't. That's why it's, it's parental guidance. Yeah, right. I think it's up to the board. <laughs> well, I thought parentally. This was a couple weeks ago. Obviously, I saw the movie. and We haven't talked about it. I forgot about it. Well, it's good to let but, people see it before any spoilers come out. Well, it's been out that people are upset. Oh, really? I mean, yeah. I don't know any of this, so please like educate me. Basically, Disney said this is for their ten-year-old princesses, and I'm like, you should have warned the four-year-old princesses mm. that are seeing this movie, and you hear death and dead about twenty times in the movie. Well, wait, in the original Frozen, the parents die, mm-hmm. it, right? Kind of, but they didn't. But, but one, they didn't even say they dead in the original. They, they said dead. lost yeah, at yeah. sea. Lost at sea. Wow, the, I know they said the word children. dead and death at least 10 times. And there was a few people that died and said they died. And I, maybe I'm just being overly uh, sensitive to that. But I did not. I was really upset that we didn't have any warnings about how. Because there was, there was people close in that story that died. And my child was sad and scared and asking about death. Uh-huh. Okay, sorry. I was kind of okay. I get it. So like, okay. And they kept they were making jokes about that person died. That person's gonna be dead. That's not funny to joke about. Like and the kids I were, really or the movie was. The movie was. They had, there was a joke about death. What? And I was just like, did they just say that? So my kids and are I have a real ten, so they're fine. But we're going to see this over Christmas with my niece, who's four. You think this is problematic? No. I think it is to be. Yeah. Cool. I mean, but again, I'm I'm a very I'm not a helicopter parent. I'm in the middle. I just don't think it's... I don't like it. Like, Jolie's coming home from school. She's just learned this word. And she's like, this car's dead. It's... I'm oh. like, Jolie, please don't say that, baby. Like, you don't... Do you know what that means? We can... You know, but she doesn't understand. She thinks dead is funny. And when they're joking about death at, in Frozen 2, that's not funny. What were... What, what, what does it, like, pertain to? Like... And there's also... Like, it was a very sad movie. There was a few people that died. Okay, I'm I'm out, so I don't need to be crying in a children's film. Yeah, it was very <laughs> like the energy. It was just heavy. Not only was it scary at certain parts, like I had to, she had to come sit in my chair, and she's not a scared kid. Like she doesn't mm-hmm. get scared easily. But not only was it, it was just I was just like, wow, this is this is a lot I for a, almost four year old. One, so did everybody I. did. Huh. Even when I asked Jolie when Jana and Jolie got home from the movie, which I was very so. Uh, it was a girls thing. I was very jealous that <laughs> she had the girls went. But I asked Jolie, I was like, Jolie, how was the movie? Was it amazing? She was like, oh, it was scary. <gasps> like, that was the first thing that she said. She's like, oh, it was scary. Yeah, and then me and my girlfriend, Nicole, and I were talking about the, and Dre, who came to the movie with us, we talked afterwards because I was there with, you know, my other two girlfriends who have older kids and I know they're not as, you know, they probably weren't as sensitive to that. I know they weren't, so I, I probably wouldn't have gotten that same Reaction, or they probably been like, oh, whatever, it's a kid thing. But I just, it really bothered me. And so I called Dre and I was like, were you? Because we had kids around the same age. I was like, well, did that upset you at all? And she's like, yes. She's like, that was so depressing. I mean, this might be a weird question, but like, at what age do kids go to movies? <laughs> I'm just like, I- but I mean, there's nothing, they don't joke about death or saying dead in, right? And any other, the films no, that we've I mean, no, had not, seen? Nothing guys. else I've seen. I don't, well, again, Aladdin or, if, but I don't have a kid, so I don't, like, I wouldn't be paying attention to that, so I don't know, but. 
Huh. Is it possible to separate it? Like, can you tell me, is it a good movie? If you didn't have, a, if you didn't go with your daughter and you went, would you have enjoyed it? No, hmm. really. Like, I watch the first one all the time by myself. Like, it's, it's because it was so. Mark, it was. It was. It's just Sad. the only parts were good were Olaf. Oh, he's the best. This is just again my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, well, has people said people it? said they loved it. Like, what was? But the, it's just. Eh. What was the point of this film? Like, why was it so sad? Like, is there like a? I mean, I can't even tell you because it's major spoilers. Oh well, people. Yeah, and I haven't seen it yet either. Oh, okay. So Mike does not want to be spoiled. <laughs> no, I don't. So I just, for me personally, huh. it wasn't a very uplifting film. Weird, especially like around Christmas and like holidays, yeah. huh? And all the anticipation all, from like six years ago. Yeah, I was gonna say it's just it's older, so I don't know. I would just be careful. And there was a few scary parts for I think I think a four year old. But then again, I'm the parent that got upset when I saw a parent bring a four year old to see Jurassic Park mm. and seeing a kid being eaten by like that bothered me. Seeing that a kid was watching that. <laughs> but again, I'm just overly I used to sensitive. Get really scared in The Lion King when I was little. Just. Well, yeah, those hyenas are terrifying. Well, and um, Scar really scared me. Like, he really scarred <laughs> oh, me. Oh, so. yeah. I don't know. Maybe Julie will tell you in 15 years. Mom, Frozen 2 really freaked me out. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I've already no, screwed up my kid by taking her to a, uh-huh. a movie. Wow, that's interesting. I haven't heard anything about it. I mean, also, I don't really know a lot of mom friends, but um, I'll keep that. <laughs> I'll keep that in maybe Tyna. We'll go see it. So yeah, just keep that in the back of your mind, Mark. If, if the people that you're going with don't care about that. My sister and her wife. Y- yeah. If okay. she doesn't care about the the, the D, I mean, I don't the think D, they have a choice. Her daughter's so obsessed with the first one. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you say no? Yeah, it's right. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just sad. Own iconic luxury items at unreal value with the Real Real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury consignment from top designers like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Rolex, Cartier, and hundreds more at up to 90% off retail. Shop and consign women's and men's luxury fashion and streetwear, as well as fine jewelry, watches, art, and home decor. Yeah, and new arrivals, they come in daily, and every item undergoes the real world's very meticulous... Brand-specific authentication process, overseen by 100-plus experts, including luxury brand authenticators, gemologists, and horologists. Shop luxury the sustainable way at their newest location in Union Square, San Francisco. You can also go online, download the app, or visit one of the original stores in New York or West Hollywood in LA. Honestly, the realworld.com has been great for us. Um, I know Mike found a watch the other day on there. I I found a few shoes yeah i saw some emails for, over my birthday for my birthday presents jan was going on there for uh, yeah i'm all about the deal so whether you shop in store online or the app get 20 percent off select items with promo code real that's the real promo code real for 20 percent off select items have you guys actually heard about the new show have you heard about this it's called little fires everywhere yeah i heard it's unreal it's an eight episode limited series only on hulu based on the 2017 best-selling novel by celeste ng Starring and executive produced by Academy Award winner Reese Witherspoon and Golden Globe nominee Kerry Washington. Oh, I actually did see this on Good Morning America because they were promoting it. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, I love both of them together. Um, That's exciting. And now it's good for me to know that I can watch the first three episodes, March 18th. New episodes, Wednesdays on Hulu. So the series follows the intertwined fates of the picture-perfect Richardson family and an enigmatic mother-daughter duo who move into town and upend their lives with devastating consequences. The series explores the weight of long-held secrets, the ferocious pull of motherhood, and what it means to be a mother, as well as the danger in believing that planning and following the rules can avert disaster. Check out the first three episodes on March 18th and new episodes every Wednesday only on Hulu. Wait, this actually sounds really good. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Okay, have you ever dreamed of being a character on Grey's Anatomy or, I don't know, let's say a contestant on The Bachelor? Well, there is an app that lets you do all that and more. It's called Choices. It's these amazing stories, but you are actually in the story and actually make choices along the way. So for example, one story is called Open Heart. Okay, you get to live with your friends in your first year of residency. You can focus on romance, medicine, or both, and it's so fun either way. And there's a story called America's Most Eligible, where you try to build relationships with the other contestants and try to land the man of your dreams. And those are just two. There's a bunch, okay? There's Royal Romance, which is like the Princess Diaries. Love that one. Uh, There's a story called Baby Bump, one called The Royal Masquerade. It's free and you are in control. Plus, there are super cute outfits that are totally customizable. Hot love interest. Sorry, babe. Lots of romance. It's kind of the perfect app for wind-down listeners. (laughs) 
Be sure to check it out in the App Store and search for Choices. Stories you play. All right, we're very excited about our next guest. Uh, Dr. R, are you with us? I sure am. Hello. Hey, how you doing? This is Mike and Jana. And we also have our other co-host Sarah with us. Hi. And so Hi, Dr. Hey. I'm gonna say a little bit about you and then I'm gonna have you give like your elevator pitch to our listeners. So you're trained in uh, psychiatry and practice in and you also practice in emergency medicine and you're a major proponent of the power of routine and then currently working on a book called Routineology, Discovering the Art and Science of Routine. So explain to our listeners what that all means. Well, uh, you know, it, it, in today's uh, time, um, which is a, a little bit disruptive in the world, you know, it seems that uh, routine uh, became important. I decided in our in our studies when I started to look at longevity and people that were high performers and even care of the young, that it seemed that maybe doing things on a regular basis and doing things in a routine, and particularly in a stable environment, were really a, a very important part of our world. And as I started to look back at the physiology and the endocrinology and kind of how we're wired, I began to realize that really for the purposes of survival and otherwise, routine is a very, very important part of what we are. And so are the rituals that we perform and really the way we live. I heard something. I don't remember where I read it or where I heard it some years back that it takes doing something 21 days consecutively to become a habit. Is that true? Well, I'm not sure that. There's an exact science to that 21 days. There was a, a few studies done early on on mice that kind of pointed to that kind of habit. A habit is an automated behavior, an automated automated thing that you do where you don't have to think about it. You know, mm-hmm. just like sometimes uh, brushing your teeth at night or uh, things that you do kind of regularly, sometimes are behaviors like you scratch or something of that sort. So right. habits can be good or habits can be bad for you, right? So yeah. Absolutely. So with the holiday season coming up upon us, which is a very stressful time across the board for a majority of us. And our topic of today's show (laughs) with all the music that we talked about. What what kind of things can we take into this holiday season to help de-stress and kind of normalize our experience and manage our expectations? Well, um, and, and thanks for thanks for that question. So, um, one of the things about the holidays, and let's talk about Thanksgiving, for example, or, or, or you know Christmas, is that they're actually rituals, and these rituals have kind of developed uh, because of routines. There's things that we do very regularly; they become kind of part of our culture, and they're kind of a moment in time where we can have something that's kind of certain, something we can depend on that we're going to be doing throughout that day. And obviously the, the type of routines, what people do on those particular days, whether they're with family or friends or acquaintances or even on their own, become uh, are a little bit different. But that, that sense of regularity, that sense of doing things, um, give us a sense of really certainty. And in times where today, if we're just in our everyday lives, looking at uh, outside the political world, there's a lot of a sense of instability and what routines do and the routine and these rituals are actually built to give us a certain sense of certainty and to kind of come together in the sort and uh you know people uh they can't be traumatic times um but you know people do want to get together people do want to feel like they belong and uh right. being able to start thinking about how does that happen, or why are those are they those people? You probably know quite a few of your own experiences where there's people that are kind of disruptive uh, when we get together in the sort. So there's a little bit about all of that that I can uh, talk to. Absolutely, I you know I'm reading some here on your rundown, kind of things that you uh, you preach on here, and I, I read one that says creative de- create a decorative sign declaring your home a politics free zone, <laughs> and I love that because I, I'm not. I'm not really, uh, um, I don't really lean any way politically and I kind of stay out of it for the most part. My, my wife, Jana here is more the politician of the family. <laughs> Zero. I know nothing. I just like a debate. But, I love to debate but more than me. And so, and I, I really contribute that Dr. I to honestly, my experience at holidays with my dad's side of the family. It's like politics was that one subject that created a volatile environment that got everyone, you know, heightened and raised their voices. And I'm like, man, I don't, if this is what they're, how they're acting around politics, I don't want any part of that. (laughs) I really feel like the two are are connected in that sense and why I'm not interested. But isn't there something to be said though about a healthy debate? Right. 
Well, it's it's good, but you know sometimes the, the holidays are probably maybe not the best time to debate, and it's it's kind of <laughs> funny because it's like you see these red, you see these little round red signs across the, across it, like whatever, no bozos, no smoking, you know, and right. probably a no politics sign or a no religion sign uh, are probably pretty good good topics to kind of try to stay away from, and it's kind of interesting, <laughs> you know, you probably you probably can guess at some of these the types of people that show up. Uh, and, and a lot of it is the personality types. And why do why do people have these kinds of uh, stresses as they get together, let's say, with family or friends? And, you know, there's a couple little categories, you know, maybe you guys can guess a little bit at some of them. But I'll, I'll give you the, the, the first one is the, what I call the reverters, the people that revert back to childhood when they're together. You yeah. know, they, they look back at what it was like when they were a child. Uh, their relationship, their pecking order within the family, kind of, or relationships that they had with friends, and they bring up those old memories. You know, they bring up um, old wounds, old childhood wounds, and and don't kind of recognize as you're sitting around the table that, in many cases, many of us have all grown up already. So, um, reverters are kind of like one type of disruptors kind of personality because you, you, when you're putting it together, you got to kind of know your audience a little bit, right? And, For sure. And if debate is part of what your routine is going to be, there's going to be a moment to debate. Uh, maybe that's that's okay too, because the routine and the process are important. And uh, there's a couple other types of people that are kind of disruptive. Sometimes there's uh, what I you know what I call sometimes relevant seekers, people who want to be heard. They want to remain relevant. It may be people that are out of work and searching to still be heard or someone who's retired or an uncle, you know, family dynamics and friends, friends dynamics can be, can be quite, um, quite uh, complex in nature, but there's people that are kind of relevant seekers. And then sometimes there's people that just have a, a personality that, you know, I kind of call them proselytizers, you know, people that, and you, and you guys can give me some examples if you've had, a, if you've encountered these, I'd be curious to understand, but like uh, people who just, need to convert you to their ideology, to their thinking. They feel so strongly about it. It gives them a lot of meaning and purpose, and they want others to hear them and to join them in their thinking. So those are a couple of the, uh, you know, simple, basic kind of uh, disruptor personalities that happen in in, in families uh, and in in friends when we all get together for, for dinners. Absolutely. And I think uh, we all know people that fit under those categories. And doctor, I think you just uh, single-handedly described my my wonderful grandfather. Um, I I think he checked all the boxes for all three. God bless him. I love him. And I can't wait to experience all of these personality traits uh, this holiday season. What's Before we let you go, what's something that you do just from a routine standpoint, since your whole book is kind of talking about that, what's something that you do on a daily basis that kind of keeps you in your routine and keeps you, you know, on your, on your path. Well, you know, that's the interesting thing about routine is that what you routine, if you look at the psychology and actually the physiology of it is something that builds upon itself and to get started, you just have to do, do it, so to speak, just like the Nike, uh, like the Nike commercial. And you know, you've heard about like, just make your bed. But as you start to do, do uh, uh, any routine on a regular basis, and that's kind of my point. It's not so important necessarily the content, not to say content isn't important, but mm-hmm. today, whether it's diet or sleep or even, you know, the routine of how you're going to do your Thanksgiving meal, do it and do it in a regular way. Plan it, have it organized. You know, awake early and begin to execute and prepare that food plan and organize, if you're the host, I'm saying, organize sure. your time and schedule. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Our, and our listeners, they can find you at your website at angeliskovich.com, correct? That's correct. And you pronounced that great. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you. So your book, Routineology, Discovering the Art of, and Science of Routine, is coming soon. So check out his website. Dr. Thanks I, so much, thank Seba. you so much. Happy holidays. Hey, happy holidays to you guys. Thank Bye-bye. you. The holidays are here and everyone is running around looking for that perfect gift. And for me, looking online for the perfect gifts. Me Undies is the solution, okay? It's the one-stop shopping spot to get gifts that people actually love. Delivered straight to your door. Free shipping, no buts about it. Actually, all buts about it because... 
undies. <laughs> Get it? It's cold out. It's dark out. Well, you don't have to even leave the house to order me undies. And actually, you don't have to leave the house all day or get dressed. Just lounge around in me undies because that's what I do. In sizes extra small to 4XL with tons of new items, the options for getting cozy are endless and three times softer than cotton. In the cutest prints and colors. And Michael has a really cute pair of like kiss underwear from me undies. They're so cute. But he's also got the robe. And hey, I've got the robe too and the amazing sweats they have. They also have really amazing new soft slippers and of course match the whole family with their cute new baby bodysuit. And you know we are a family that loves to match, so this Christmas we will all be in our me undies. Plus, Mike just might find some me undies under the tree. Me Undies has a great offer for wind down listeners. For any first time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. Me Undies has a 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash wind down. That's meundies.com slash wind down. Michael and I have been living on a bus during our wind down tour, so we know the need for the perfect suitcase. Well, Away creates products built for modern travel. They started with the perfect suitcase and now they offer a range of essentials, all of which will make your travels more seamless. We travel all the time and Away products makes just travel so much easier for us. Road trips are less stressful. So this is one last thing to worry about. Away's products are designed to work and fit together, making travel smoother for the holidays and all year long. Away suitcases are made of different materials so you can choose what works best for you. They come in a variety of colors and two carry-on sizes. So whoever you are and whatever you need to pack, Away has luggage that works for how you travel. Imagine having two kids you have to pack for two. You need a suitcase that holds it all. All of Away's suitcases have durable exteriors that are designed to last a lifetime. If any part of your suitcase breaks, Away's standout customer service team will arrange to have it fixed or replaced. It also comes with a built-in compression pad to help you pack more and a hidden and removable laundry bag that separates your dirty clothes. Four 360 spinner wheels guaranteed for the smoothest roll. Also a TSA approved combination lock keeps your belongings super safe and an easy access front pocket uh, fits your laptop, passport books, and more. So Away can make every trip easier and better. Visit awaytravel.com slash wine. And if you're in the US, Europe, the UK, Canada, or Australia, order by 1159 on 1215 for free ground shipping with guaranteed free delivery by 12. 20. For additional last minute holiday shipping details, check out their website, away.com slash wine, awaytravel.com slash wine. You just did what I did. All right, Mark, Mark, we have any emails? <laughs> I just called, I just called Mark, Mike. And Mike, Mark. Mike, We're Mark. In the same pocket. We're in the same pocket, Mark. Orders. How does it feel? <laughs> All right, this That's is fantastic. Taylor. <laughs> Taylor's, Taylor's very sweet. She says, first off, I wanted to say Christmas in Louisiana was awesome. Thanks. I loved watching oh, you Oh, by the way, thing. Easton, thanks for your like play-by-play, too. You're oh, so sweet. What a fun time to watch he's it all like, come to life. Honestly. He's like, I wanted to know what happened. Did you guys end up together? What? Oh. <laughs> Without a cliffhanger. <laughs> I went back to Boston. Uh, she loved that you kept everybody up on your Insta stories with the movie, and it's so fun you take your fans and listeners along with you. So that's very sweet. But she does have a question for Mike. Oh, yay. I understand it's just a movie and acting is Jana's job, but just seeing her <laughs> acting as if she's in a relationship with another man bother you at all, especially knowing some about your insecurities. I would love to hear more about your feelings when watching the kissing scene, especially. If I saw my boyfriend kissing some guy on TV, even if it was his job, I'd be bothered. It was great seeing you in Chicago. Aww. Uh, well, Taylor, thank you for coming out to Chicago and supporting us. And uh, great question. So... Honestly, it, uh, early, I don't, I don't, it, the, the, the short of it is no, it doesn't bother. The short of it is, is no, it doesn't bother me. And a big part of that is because anytime Jana goes to film something, I always come, um, to the shoot and come on set at least in, in, in travel to wherever she's shooting at least for a week or 10 days. So I'm able to get comfortable. I, I meet her co-star. I, you know, get to know the people around um, the set. So I'm comfortable with everything. And that makes me feel a lot better. And, you know, right now with the stuff that she's been doing since we've been together has been lifetime or hallmark. So mm -hmm. it's a lifetime or hallmark kind of kiss. Mm 
<laughs> so, there are bridges that we have not crossed yet, Taylor. That's actually that a good point. We we can discuss when we cross them because <laughs> I, you know, and, and just I'll never want to be a reason why Jana doesn't take a job opportunity. Um. Well, and like but you kind of signed up, you know, when you met her, you right, were like, yeah, yeah, exactly, kind of signed up for it. So, and I knew Jana was an actress and a great one at that. So, thanks, Ben. I know she's going to have her opportunities. It's just one of those things where kind of like that one show I'm auditioning for right now. It says simulated sex scenes and lots of nudity. I was just about to first start. Just about to say until she <laughs> yeah. has her first sex scene. <laughs> yeah, so that that's that's just something that you know. We uh, oh, will have so to talk weird. about. We'll have to talk about. There be boundaries. There, you know. And and I totally get that. And you know, empath, 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 have empathy for you for that. I will just say from this side of things, like when I had the scenes with um, you know Stephen Coletti and Alex and Chase were making out and rolling around in bed, and I was in underwear. It's uncomfortable for us because it's like mm-hmm. you have all these people well you always it's not a, say that it's, like it's not hot it's not hot at all at zero because it's literally routine the second we yeah. were done kissing oh. and i was on i we rolled off and we're like hey so what are you eating for lunch today yeah. you know like there's it, and we're on our phones it, there's not well, there's not that crew watching you f- yeah and there's crew watching so it's just it's there's one, nothing intimate and it, nobody's getting a it's one of those things party. It's, <laughs> right it's it's one of those things that people don't know unless you're in that profession yeah, yeah, yeah. and have experienced it you know what it's i mean it's just the other side of the coin is how many actors and actresses oh, have developed brad and angie oh yeah. all the situations time. after right. doing those scenes so even when, though those scenes aren't yeah. hot there is some sort Something. of connection well and that's the cases. line no no but that it's not it's not even just about those scenes it's the line that you cross uh, behind the scenes behind the scenes before the scenes it's not because it's like you're spending so much time with this person like a month or it, two especially or if they're in a lot of the other scenes with you so <laughs> it's about what you're doing before and after it's not during those scenes yeah. really truly That's a good point because oh, it, uh, it really truly okay but okay and I, and I believe that. I do believe that but you don't know what is in the other actor's head yeah, That's what like, would bother what me. if you like kiss them and then all of a sudden you're like hmm that felt good <laughs> well but here's here's the problem though if you have a kissing scene let's say you know week two into the movie and you're starting to have these like feelings for the other actor and you're probably maybe anticipating that because who knows you've been cultivating these you know feelings because you're hanging out with them 24 7 well then you're just not a good actor because you're not acting if you're getting feelings <laughs> but if my wife were in bed with another man for an acting scene wearing little or nothing it would drive me insane. But again, your wife isn't an actress, though. Well, let's pretend. But even if she was, like, I'm. But then you wouldn't have. See that. Sure, sure. But and that and that's the thing, Mark. I don't. Again, if if Jana's ever in a situation like that, then it's. I don't. It, it, honestly, it's going to be ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. want to see it. I don't want to know about it. I don't want to be on set that day. I oh just want to know. But you're going to watch it, though, no? No. And you don't want to watch it? Okay. You, no. You'll Got tell it. me if you're in a movie and it has that. You'll say, hey, it's coming up soon. I will leave, <laughs> leave. the room. Wait. So time out really fast, though, because in Christmas in Louisiana, <laughs> <laughs> when like the kiss part happened, he goes, oh, you did the head grab. <laughs> like I, 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 I put my hand like behind his head. And I don't think he was expecting that. Yeah, I was like, did that say, the, other, the other ones that I saw were just kind of like face to face, mouth to mouth, like kind of more of like a, just a nice. I was like, they even mm. she went in for the head grab and they did the head tilt and like each side. I was like, yo, really, really funny. Yeah. So did that bother you? Not. It didn't bother me. It just surprised it's me. Just like weird. Like I bet. I'm able to compartmentalize and that's just because we've been together long enough and coming from my own version of entertainment world granted we didn't do anything like that but I understand the demand (laughs) that you have to do for your job that's true yeah and so I would never want to again get in the way of 
I appreciate that. Jana pursuing her career. I, yeah. I wouldn't be able to live with myself. I appreciate that. But now if Michael, if the roles were reversed and he's like, hey, I want to be an actor. Hell no. That would be very hard for me to watch him. No, we're going to go with a no on that one. Because I've dated other actors and had had zero because I know what it is. Like, yeah. you know, but if he was to all of a sudden become an actor, I'd be like, uh... I would have a very hard time with that. It's something you really want to do. He's a Disney star. He's going to be a Nickelodeon sitcom. That's <laughs> yeah. the only thing he'll be doing. Yeah. I'll be the new Danny Tanner. <laughs> oh, Bob. Shout out to our boy, Bob. Uh, what up, Bob? <laughs> um, do we have any other emails? That's an interesting topic, but yes, we do. Here's a man who has two questions Yeah, let's talk you. about that one next time when Jana has a... I mean, I do have that audition. It's, it's all about like sexual... It's, I mean, it's pretty intense. So, so would you do maybe, nudity? Yeah. I would. Excuse you? Oh, 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 we haven't talked about this. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. Like like a butt or like a boob? I've already done my butt. Barely. I'm not talking Entourage. The movie I did with John, Poker Club. I showed my butt. Full butt? Like full bum? Yeah, full butt. (laughs) Which which movie is this? Ethan's like like, PokerClub.com. Where exactly? What's the timestamp? I would show my butt, but I don't know if I would. And I was like, I was like 20 pounds heavier too in that movie. All right. Game on. (laughs) Easton, let's have a watch party. Um, No, but I would, I would show, I I don't, I would, if look, if it's going to move the needle, it's going to frontal timeout. If it's that, I'm going to answer that right now. If it's going to move the needle and it's like a uh, Woody Harrelson, not Woody Harrelson. Oh my God. Like Martin Scorsese. If it's a Martin Scorsese and he's, and this is like Oscar. If this is, if this is monster, I'm taking off my damn clothes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm taking them off and I'm going to, yeah. I'll ride, I'll ride, I'll do whatever. You know oh. what I mean? I'm saying like a girl guy, like if oh, it's she- Oscar worthy, Come on, babe. An Oscar? An Oscar. Okay, so what would you not do? No, if it was... So, for example, so for the star show that I'm auditioning for, it says nudity, and it says... But it's in simulated sex scenes. I would do tasteful nudity, so I wouldn't Mm -hmm. be walking around full frontal. If it's my butt, I have no problem with that. I don't have good boobs, so personally, I would feel... I wouldn't love to show frontal. Yeah. So that's just my oh, own he, person. He, but I would hope that his, you wouldn't. Michael's glare glare he's right glaring now. at me. Like <laughs> but it would obviously like need to have a discussion, you know, and we'd have to course. look at the the money and the show and, and all those things and the <laughs> the money and the show. <laughs> honestly, that honestly, that's and Jane and I have kind of touched on this like within ourselves before, and I've asked I when some it, water, please. I'm scared of this conversation. When it comes down to things, I ask two questions will it help your career and what what's the what's the financial aspect because here's the deal i i got asked to do wild things too and i was so upset with my agent that she made me turn it down i mean i was so upset she's like this is not tasteful it's not going to be good for your career don't do it for $50,000. Like she was like, do not do it. And I was like, Sherry, and I was not on any show. I had just done like uh, Grey's Anatomy. I was like, please, please, please. She's like, no, it is not tasteful. You're going to have boobs showing on the internet. You're not doing it. Yeah. Do not take this movie role. I'm advising you strongly not to take it. And like two weeks later, I book Friday Night Lights. But that is something where I'm like, oh. that's something I would never wow. take. Mm-hmm. You know, just something that is like, that's Wild Things 2 is not going to move my career. No. Yeah. And I'm going to be full frontal. No. No. You know? Yeah. No. So, I mean, like looking back, I'm like, Sherry, thank you. Yeah. When you were young. I needed the money. I wanted, I was like, uh, it's, you know, it's not porn and it's actually a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it made wow. these other two people real famous. <laughs> you know, what, please let me do it. She was like, yeah. do not accept this movie role. But I was like, at the time, I was like, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Wow. So, Thank you, Sherry. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you Sherry. <laughs> great, bummed, but no. great topic, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for stirring that pot, producer. I'm fascinated by that because we can't even imagine. Most people oh, cannot yeah. imagine having this no. No way. like that. No, I'm again. And I'm that's what would bother me is if she's doing a nude scene with a guy yes I know that she's devoted to me but the fact that he might be in his mind going nice mm, I'm into yeah. this oh, time out though really insane. fast though if Mike was to do not a makeout scene but if he was to do having like a full frontal I'd be like yeah babe show that junk it's got some good stuff up in there well I feel like guys are like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I wouldn't yeah. care I think guys what I, think, I feel like what movie was it where he 
Someone there was a movie where a guy just showed his incomplete full frontal. I was like, yeah, oh, well, damn. Uh, Jason Siegel in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I have a sense. surprise for you. For you. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know that Mike's junk is camera ready. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's All really right. nice. Uh, thanks, honey. <laughs> you're welcome, honey. Uh, I was going to say something, but now I'm just caught off guard by no, Jenna's compliment. Yeah, now I'm flustered. No. I was, what was I going to say? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Amanda says, our son just turned nine months on Thanksgiving, Yay. and we're trying to introduce soft table foods to him, but I am mm. so terrified of him choking, it flares up my mm. anxiety. What foods were Jason Jolie eating at nine months? Good question. I'm equally as the same, um, and I've cut up probably smaller than I've had to because I get nervous, but at nine months, I avocado. would say avocado, bananas. bananas. Um. I, I, but blueberries, we got to cut them in fours. Blueberries. Is what I would grapes. recommend. Grapes. All getting cut small. Small, smushy things. So like, but I, so I would start with avocados and bananas. That would be my, yeah, but ask, talk to your doctor, obviously. Yeah. Those are the, the easiest smushy ones that we definitely start off with. And cut them in, in fours. Yeah. Wow. And just watch them. Just, I mean, when, especially when you first started, like when we started Jay's a couple months ago, we, you know, it's not like, like now we can kind of put stuff on his plate, turn our back, make something else. But when we first started him, we're sitting there watching him, helping him. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, my kids were like 10 and seven and my wife was like, why are you still cutting their grapes in half? I'm like, I don't know. Their throat's not that much bigger than it used to be. Just habit. Oh, oh, that's so really funny. funny. Also, Amanda has a follow-up. Well, uh, unrelated, actually, but another question. Since her son was born, our sex life has fizzled out. I'm so tired. Uh, I literally f favor sleep over sex, but I do miss the connection. What can we do as a couple to bring the spark back? So, oh. Jana and I just did this the other night, and it's it's something we did, and it's just, I just feel it was fun, and it was connected, oh, and we we played tell. we played cards in bed. And you know we but then we got into a huge fight afterwards. Right, right, I know, I know. But but I'm saying, but I'm saying the the moment though, like even in, we weren't we didn't go and sit at the poker table yeah, and play cards. We true. like laid in our bed, played a game together. It was really fun. It was just like nice to yeah, really not fun. just to get into into bed in your usual position under the covers watching TV. We were on top of the covers, kind of talking, playing a game, and I think that invites because the bedroom has almost like an expectation to it maybe sometimes when you walk in and you guys go to bed together where it's almost like hey use the bedroom for something else use it for something fun as like a neutral ground instead of pressure instead of pressure and then just you might automatically at least in that moment i felt relaxed mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i don't know just something to try there yeah i like that babe i think that's a good a good thing and then also i would just say um not having expectations like hey i just we just cuddle with me tonight because they always say like to get back and when we did tantra therapy mm -hmm. it was just like just holding mm -hmm. and with the expectation of not having sex and usually when you're holding someone and you say you're not gonna have sex you end up really wanting to yeah <laughs> so Mark and I both go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the tip. <laughs> Come here, Ty. I'll be the big spoon. Oh my god, that's funny. Guys. I hate cuddling. You don't like what cuddling? My wife does too. I so just hate it. it. I'm like, I love when we it. first met, it used to dry. I'm like, stop touching me. <gasps> Are you serious? It's funny because I can bed. totally, I can totally see Ty you being like, cuddle. Like, oh, Come on. Loves to cuddle, and I'm like, get away. In the morning, really? Like that's like Jana's dream. Oh, in the morning, yeah. No, no, in the morning I'd get that, but at night, no, night anytime. Just like now, I've you know, hello. He's like kind of broken me, but in the beginning, I used to always be like, <laughs> why are you always touching me? Like, stop touching me. You know, I'm just cold hearted. I got ice cold water running through my veins. <laughs> the only time I can cuddle with Mike is if he opens his arm up and goes, "There's a reservation. If you'd like to take it." Uh huh. <laughs> Wait. That's what, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's like what goes, we do. He's like, hey, slurping, a reservation. <laughs> you got the dad jokes, Mike and the dad jokes. Oh, I love nice. it. Guys, I'm so excited we only have one more week together before Christmas. I'm, I like, I'm so excited. I think we need to end this episode with Sarah taking us out on a song. No, Give I'm it not to us. Come on. Yeah, you should. I agree. I hate you guys. <laughs> um, well, okay, I gotta think of what I know. Okay, I don't know. Easton, can you sing with me, Easton? Oh, holy night. 
Yes, I know. Good one. Let's do the Britney one. I don't know all the lyrics, so it'll you'll okay. Santa, can you hear me? I have been so good this year, and all I want is one thing. You guys know you're singing along right now. I don't know. No, hold on. Underneath my Christmas tree. All right, Mark, that's the cutest of it. All right. song though because all i want it i can't think of it hello this is ron burgundy and you are listening to my voice which commands trust and respect guess what my podcast is back and that's a win for everyone if you're a longtime listener to the show you probably already know the deal each week i bring you hard-hitting journalism and also light entertainment i contain multitudes Find the Ron Burgundy Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Oscar Ramirez, and I host The Daily Dive, a daily news podcast about the biggest stories of the day. You'll hear everything from stories about new tech and how it's changing our lives to the latest in politics and how new policies affect you and those around you. Right now, new cases of COVID-19 are spreading in the U.S., and we got you covered on the podcast. We'll tell you how the virus can and cannot spread and why washing your hands and not touching your face might be the best thing you can do. Listen to The Daily Dive podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.